Hey, it's Lula Anderson, and welcome to this Neyman podcast. I really hope you enjoyed your weekend. Um, I enjoyed it. I was with family. And I uploaded um, a podcast yesterday uh, on a Monday. <laughs> I don't know if on your side it's a Monday, but yeah, whatever. It was uh, yesterday on a Monday, basically about my religious beliefs. If you want to check out the episode, you know, just go to the episode and just listen to it. It's a bit of something about, you know, how I believe who God is and what I believe in. Because like my whole theory is or what I think or what I believe is that uh, God is not who they portray in the Bible. The Bible is too flawed. It has too many contradictions. Probably God is something else, something that maybe in our minds we can't really comprehend. But he is out there. But he's not who they tell you he is like that's what i'm assuming right that's what i believe anyways so but anyways i hope you respect my belief just go to the episodes and you know if you wanna um, catch up with me you know via socials you know where to catch me instagram facebook whatever yeah i still have facebook unfortunately <laughs> you know when you're in africa most people have facebook uh, they don't really have extremely nice phones okay not it's not really about a phone thing but Facebook has been around for so long. Um, so, you know, it's the only thing that people really know about. And there's this thing that, uh, you know, Instagram, uh, hey, it will blow your data. <laughs> it will blow your data bundles. So <laughs> most people try to avoid it because most people that go into socials these days, it's young people, you know. So most of them, they don't really have data. But since they're installing, you know, uh, why, you know, fiber optic cables i think maybe people will get into instagram a bit more but yo <laughs> talk about a segue but anyways yeah follow me on my socials um it's lula Mendesin, instagram uh twitter whatever i've been tweeting a lot uh, I, I did say that i don't tweet that much but uh, i'm tweeting a lot uh i haven't done any twitter spaces i think i should get into that because it, it's really interesting so if I have a Twitter space, uh, you at least you'll get informed if you are following me on Twitter. And also turn on notifications on Twitter so you can know uh, whenever I have a tweet out. So, but anyways, let's get to the, uh, you know, episode today. <laughs> it's going to be a really an interesting one. Kind of a cringy one for most people. I don't think most black people will do this kind of video. Like, I mean, this kind of episode, uh, this kind of podcast episode, because yeah <laughs> so but whatever let's just get into it you know so when i was growing up i thought like white people were the pinnacle of human existence some of my wet dreams were all for white women and i remember when i had those wet dreams like i would wake up being very happy <laughs> i would be so happy that you know i had intercourse with a white female oh my god white people like were like the thing you get what i mean so there's even this other phrase that we like using here in south africa um when they refer to a person that they respect they would say umlungwami my white person you know because most white people are in high position so they're like elevating you to white people standards when they say umlungwami you're like yeah i'm a white person i'm a boss <laughs> so <laughs> that kind of thing but as i grew up i realized man white people ain't shit <laughs> There's nothing special about them. You know, white people are just ordinary people. Nothing special about them. In fact, as I grew up, I found out some really interesting things about white people. 
some white people don't really like black people. White people sweat a lot. So I've kind of had this encounter with a white person. They had like, they've, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to say this as nicely as possible. They had like some powder on. They applied some powder so that they don't sweat a lot. So that's kind of weird, but it does make sense. If you sweat a lot, you need to do something for you to stop sweating. And white people don't really care about their ancestors. I mean, they would change their surnames willy-nilly. Like Europeans have known have been known for that. I mean, most white people can't really trace their ancestors because they change their surnames so much. Especially if you are Italian and Jew, you would have to change your surname so that you know uh, you don't get discriminated against. Yeah, black people on the other hand, we don't really have that privilege, especially uh, black Africans. If you were to change your surname as a black person from Africa, your family would basically disown you. There's a thing in South Africa we call Istagazelo. Basically, that's a war cry. You mention your descendants, a way to identify yourself and your lineage. So if you change your surname, it's equivalent to disregarding your ancestors. On the other hand, as you know, white culture doesn't really promote ancestors. So maybe they don't, they don't really care about ancestors. I'm not really sure. I think the only ancestors that they really acknowledge is Jesus Christ. But even then, America has turned Christmas into a Coke ad and Easter into a chocolate and bunny. So, you know, whatever. Now, white beauty standards. Obviously, I have to mention that. Because in Africa, being light-skinned is also a privilege. And logically speaking, because if you are light-skinned, most probably you didn't have to work in the field. You were at home most of the time. So, you know, we would regard you as, you know, you're living a good life. So we would regard you as, in a way, beautiful. <laughs> so the other reason that most black people still worship white people is because they think white skin is pure so obviously if you see a white person you assume that you know they're the best thing that you've ever seen and i have to admit i've always fallen into this trap you know i can't help it <laughs> i really can't help it i'm even ashamed to admit this but um yeah <laughs> white women or like a person who's light skin seems more attractive I, I don't know if it's like logically true or is it because of my conditioning you know <laughs> It's very hard to determine, but I was watching this other video on YouTube, right? It's of this beautiful South Sudanese woman that are from the South Sudan. They're very beautiful. They're very hot, very tall and curvy as well. So I think it's also a medium. It's the media. The media really plays a role in our mentality and the way we think. If every image you consume is of a light-skinned woman, especially, you know, skin products, that's what they show, light-skinned woman. It's very hard to adjust to seeing a dark-skinned woman. When you say a dark-skinned woman, especially, you should Google this. Google those, uh, I mean, the women, South Sudanese women. Like, they, are, they have this kind of beauty that most people are not used to. They are very dark. Their darkness is so pure that, like, they literally reflect the light when you see them. So it's kind of get it's kind of hard to get to adjust to that because we are used to seeing you know light skinned women. When you see like really really dark women, it's very hard to adjust your mind, even for a black person. Okay, here in South Africa, right? Um, there are a lot of um, light skinned people because 
uh, South Africa is not really that hot. Out of all African countries, South Africa is the least, least hottest. Because in South Africa, um, there's also snow in Cape Town, Lesotho. Okay, Lesotho is the country, but you get what I mean. So there's a lot of snow. So it's very hard for you to, you know, see dark-skinned people. There are a lot of light-skinned women, especially uh, women from Botswana. They're very light-skinned. They have very fair skin. So even if you go to Cape Town, if you were to go to Cape Town and see a dark-skinned native there, <laughs> it would be the weirdest thing because it's always cold in Cape Town. So uh, that's another thing. So in South Africa, we don't have that many uh, light-skinned people. We do have dark-skinned people, especially uh, in Limpopo, also in Pumalang. You know, when you go up in Africa, that's when it's getting really hot up there. <laughs> Yeah, up there. It's getting a bit hot when you go up, so you'd find more dark-skinned people. Okay, so like it took me a long time to really adjust to black beauty, to really appreciate it. So what about the rest of people in Africa? Well, as you might expect, expect right, they think white people are God. <laughs> they can't do no wrong. They built everything. They have money. They have manners. In fact, if you do something funny, most African countries that we have this phrase, oh, black people, they don't like seeing nice things that white people build. <laughs> Which, in, in my opinion, is kind of cringe. Uh, but remember, during colonialism, they used to say that we are not really that smart. We are like barbaric, uncivilized, not evolved. We are like half of a human. In fact, like we're like... Uh, one third of a human that's how they classified black americans so they used to have like these human zoos where black people you know would be there and white people would go there and actually observe uh, how we are living you know the animals of the world the black people but uh, unfortunately <laughs> it's kind of crazy because back then they used to think uh, we're barbaric we're not civilized everything which was not true but now because of the oppression that black people have gone through, some of the stereotypes that they have about black people, that are kind of true, you know. Most black people, um, you know, they can't really read. They haven't gone to school all that much. They have higher education. Uh, there's no higher education in most um, black people's homes. There's no one who actually went to university or college. Most of us can't keep jobs. Like <laughs> you'd say black people are lazy. We are criminals. All the stereotypes are kind of violent. Everything like <laughs> it's kind of self-fulfilling, right? If you oppress people so much and even back then they thought that we were criminals. We are not criminals. We we're nothing like that. But now, unfortunately, because we are poor, yeah, most black, black people are criminals. Okay, okay, not most black people, like some, very few, <laughs> very few uh, black people are criminals. Because even in South Africa, right, um, white people assume, assume that, obviously, most black people are criminals. And they assume that since we are living uh, in townships and so way too, that's where crime is rife. Uh, unfortunately, it's the opposite. Most of the crime nowadays happens in the suburbs. You know, because most of the crime, if you do a crime in the township, <laughs> we handle that, that thing, man. We handle that shit. <laughs> you get what I mean? We handle it. Because if you were to go to the suburbs, right? You're in the suburbs, you scream, you're, your lungs out, you know, you are involved in a criminal activity. No one will come out of their house and help you. Literally no one. But in the townships, 
if you were to scream and shout and say, oh, someone is in my house, blah, blah, everyone will wake up and want to handle that situation. Everyone will wake up. So there's more of a community. So unfortunately, some of the stereotypes are not true. You are more safe in the townships than in the suburbs. Because in the suburbs, they'll just come into your house. I mean, home invasion. Ever since, like, I've never heard of anyone in the township, like, someone entering their house while they are awake and they're doing some crazy it's suicidal for a criminal to do that you're dead if you would do a home invasion in the township you're dead yeah but so but we all know that white people are not really superior in any way they're just ordinary people and most of their wealth and the way they're living if you really knew your history you would know that their ancestors stole all those things through genocide it's very hard for me to admit this, but or to get out of this mentality is very difficult. And as black people, we need to really get out of this mentality to think that someone is actually superior because of their skin color. Black Americans were doing very well during slavery. If their towns were not bent down by the KKK, I bet black Americans would probably be running the country by now. But if you have white people that are jealous of other black people that are doing well, especially after slavery, you see other black people are doing better than you, obviously you do something to mess it up. So, so at the end of the day, right, it's really about determination and hard work. I bet right now, if all the white supremacists would leave Africa alone, <laughs> bruh, I'm telling you, you'd see Wakanda. Literally, the amount of wealth that's in Africa, it's pretty insane it's so insane even now even though they've taken most of the gold and most of the minerals there's still more minerals in africa so but i wanted to listen to that episode that i was talking about it's uh, an episode about the illusion of race right the illusion of race it's um season one episode four so really listen to that because race is just a construct man you don't have to judge someone because of their skin color. The only time you'll judge someone because of their skin color is when it's cold or it's hot. Because, <laughs> you know, white people can't handle the heat and black people can't handle the cold. So that's the only time. So, but anyways, that's the episode today. I really hope you enjoyed. Uh, I was trying something a bit different today. I hope like it kind of increased... Um, the quality of the episode. If you have any comments, you know where to catch me, Lulama Anderson, on all socials. For now, it's the Snayman Podcast. Shop, shop.